What's going on? Welcome to Jumbo and Jake Radio. It is draft day. A lot of football teams are going to choose players. That's how that works to play for them for the upcoming season and maybe the seasons after that as well. We're going to bring in special football expert, the best, biggest expert to ever be on the show. Welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. We're live on Facebook. We're live on Periscope. We're live on YouTube. And this will come out on the podcast app where majority of people listen whenever it comes out. So enjoy. Hope you're having a fantastic Thursday morning. I know I am. Jake looks like he's geared up for football in his Vandy shirt and his Gruden grinder visor, Gruden visor with the hair flowing up out top. BBD always looks happy. How is everyone doing? Hey, James. Hey, big day, man. Um, dude, NFL draft, and it's we've been doing this, you know, sports news has kind of been leading society in a weird way. And the NFL draft is is the story. Um, and it should be a really good one. We got Bobby Skins hopping on in a second. Um, I mean, it's got everything you want in the draft. It's It's got the quarterback stuff going on. It's got a lot of, like, offensive fun talent. A lot of teams are going to be like, we got the wide receiver. He's the next dude. Um, and, dude, it's just pure chaos. It's just pure chaos, and it's it's why it's the best. And, like, me and Bobby, um, we did a mock draft with our Keith McPherson uh, the other day on Talking Sports. Go check that out if you haven't. Um, and it's just funny what's transpired in the past 48 hours, 24 hours from Gronk to um, just the rumors that are coming out. Now there's rumors that Bobby's Giants are going to get jumped and now Tua might be sliding. And in a couple hours, those rumors will change and then the draft will be here and it'll be totally different. And it it's just so funny how something that should seemingly be easy and predictable is off the wires. Yeah, hard to predict it. But how are you doing personally? How's your back feeling today? Uh, back still there. I took a took a long shower before this to to prep up and and get the heat going on. That it was either that or go across the street to CVS and get those. Um, so I've got the icy hot lotion, which is all right. But they've got those uh, the patches. I think mm -hmm. Shaq advertises Shaq. those. The Shaq patch. Um, and those have been pretty good. I mean, I throw one of those on and I, uh, like Ploof asked me the other day, he was like, world series, are you ready to play? And I mean, the answer is always, yes, I'm always ready to play. But like, if I had one of those patches on, like I'd, I'd be, I'd be good to go. Those are magic. Like, I'd what be about like, I'm, I'm about, about to get this world series MVP. If they were like, Hey, you can have a patch or a cortisone shot. Which one are you taking? I mean, I want a cortisone shot just to see what it's like. So right. That's, that's kind of bullshit. Yeah. That's so easily available to athletes. Like, I want to give me that. What's it feel like? Yeah. Sounds wonder, awesome. All your pain we'll, goes away momentarily. We'll inquire with Bobby. He used to be in the trenches. Yeah, we could. Um, we'll go We'll go quickly to the sports to get Bobby in What's here. What's going but I, on over there? Not much. I'm doing well. Katie and I changed the hour at which we eat dinner, which has been a huge for our sleeping Ooh. schedule and everything else. We've just been eating early dinners the last two days, and I've – Falling asleep uh, before midnight the last two days. So it's what it's all about, man. Um, 
I've been preaching that early dinner life. If you're one of those people doing doing the different fad diets or the the fasting and stuff, it's all about the early dinner game. Um, and just it frees up the night as you're seeing. Yeah, well, I have to go to sleep early. Otherwise, I'll eat a second dinner come like right. 9 o'clock. Like I have to be like bedtime mode, which is going to be hard all the time. The bigger news is that mask I got that I was so excited about. Yeah. It, I'm allergic to it. It's tough. I, was, I woke up yesterday, and then I put it back on to make my video about the Red Sox, and then it just wells up my this area like I'm an alcoholic. Like it makes my nose like red and bumpy. So Lucky. that's upsetting. Because I like Better that Better than the I think. What if this is a new symptom? I haven't even looked at the symptoms recently. Yeah, symptoms are tough. Like my mom found out my shoulder hurt and she's like, Rona. And I was like, I don't, I think so. But it could be, could be everything. Oh yeah, like aches are part of it. So it's, yeah, anything Aches. Goes. Right? Aches. Show me someone that isn't a uh, workout fiend over 30 that doesn't get aches. I was going to point at BBD, but he's 18 years old, so. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we have some other sports to do. Let's bring Bobby in. We'll talk about the draft. I'm going to play the music. We're slide them. We're slide them in. One, a two. Where the fuck's the button? Bobby Skins. What's going on, fellas? Aren't you going to do like a little rundown first? I thought no Jake rundown. was. You are the rundown today, <laughs> Big Daddy. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm glad to be on here with you two rabble rousers. Last time I was on, you had to edit part of the show out because of inflammatory statements. So <laughs> the goal is to not. I forget about that. I still, <laughs> I still can't remember what it was, but I guess don't repeat it. Something about curbs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> if anyone does not know who Bobby is, Bobby is the uh, in charge of talking giants on our network and doing a lot of football things now. Him and Jacob done talking sports together. He's uh, breakdown. I mean, you're two different kinds of breakdowns from what I do, but you've been breaking down the footage and the film. And last year, when the Giants drafted uh, Danny Dimes, Bobby was one of the first people to go look at the footage look at his Duke highlights and be like, actually, I think all this hysteria is pretty un- unwelcomed and this kid might be actually good. So are you prepared to go to war for Gettleman again this draft? Well, I, I, I put it out on the show today on Talking Giants with like who I would love and who I wanna, would dislike. The only way I would dislike it is if we go a defensive tackle because it's the only position we just have plenty of people at. And there's a really good one, so it might be tempting for Gettleman. But at the fourth pick, he kind of can't screw it up. Unless he okay. goes QB or defensive tackle. That's what you think. What, so, I know. I'm, ta- I'm speaking into existence, but I, I have played out in my head if the Giants go quarterback or Derek Brown. I've had literal nightmares about Derek Brown. All right. I We can do some general football stuff, and I'm sure Jake has topics. And But I want to talk a little of just you and the Giants first because, Bobby, have they ever, when's the last time they made up their first pick was a pick that you predicted or was the guy you wanted them to go? Cause I know last year it didn't happen. 
Yeah, last year it was we didn't even like we weren't doing this as in depth last year. So I was like, I watched some Daniel Jones stuff. I was like, why does everyone hate this guy? But I was also wasn't like banging the table for him. Saquon Barkley, I was big on, and now you realize the more you get into this, and it was a second pick, so it wasn't hard to predict. Yeah, yeah. that people hate running backs and drafting running backs, and it's I'm glad I wasn't on Twitter or talking to people I didn't know back then because it was nice. I could just be like, hey, I like Saquon Barkley. He's a good football player. <laughs> At running back now if you say that you have like 50 percent of the fan base telling you how dumb you are so that was the last one i got right but it was a, it was an easy one have giants fans been wrong two years in a row though like have giants fans been angry about saquon and then they're like fuck this guy's awesome and then angry about jones and then be oh, okay maybe this guy has promise well at, most people have turned around on jones there's always a few negative nancy's out there but with Saquon, it's not. It's like Saquon's an awesome player. No one denies that. The issue is people think you should never draft a running back, especially when you're rebuilding. And I get what they're saying. It's more like just the full analytics crowd. But I'm I'm on the board. He was a great player. And if we didn't draft Saquon, I was going to be one of those QBs. And none of those QBs look like they're for uh, surefire guys, except, except for Lamar Jackson. But he wasn't even really in consideration. And now, yeah. I, I mean, the, the double-edged sword of that is uh, look at the Redskins in this draft. I mean, there are quarterbacks out there people are interested in, Tua, um, especially who could have been the one pick easily if he didn't get hurt. And now the Redskins have been a team that haven't been discussed going quarterback at all because they drafted Haskins last year. And I know, Bobby, you're Haskins' number one fan for sure. Yeah. But um, it, it turns into one of those kind of death cycles. Like, uh, there's a there's really high odds that Dwayne Haskins is terrible this year. And the Redskins are going to be looking for their quarterback next year. And what if two is good? And you just end up in almost this death cycle where if you don't get the right dude, um, your franchise is down the tubes. Yeah. And the Cardinals kind of set this like new thing where they drafted a QB two years in a row. But I don't think that is normal. Like, I don't think that's going to be the new normal. Like Arizona was a totally different situation where they brought in Cliff Kingsbury, which was a total out of the box hire. And then Kyler Murray is a totally different player than Rosen, and Rosen wasn't great, so they just went for it because they had the first overall pick. As much as I can't stand Haskins, I feel like the Redskins would be dumb to give up on him, especially for these QBs who aren't surefire and Tua like has injury issues, and you're letting go of Chase Young, who might be like the best, the best prospect out of the last ten years, even though Haskins is going to be horrible. <laughs> I was gonna say last year you were you were basically on that Haskins would be bad because. His college wasn't actually that impressive when you deep dove into it. But you were also, you wanted the Giants to trade for Rosen, right? Yeah, I was big on the Rosen uh, train. Now, I'm still like holding out some kind of hope of him because he's been in the worst situations where Miami was actively tanking and then Arizona. I'd like to see him go to Pittsburgh, back up Ben for a year, maybe see something like that. Um, but yeah, I was huge on the trade, a second round pick for Rosen because I liked him coming out. There were some worries, but I, I liked him coming out. I was huge on the trade. Yeah, I remember that, and I remember that. Uh, I thought it was like when you actually deep dove into fucking Haskins because Danny wanted Haskins, your your co-host at the time, right? Because he posted the picture of him in a Giants jersey, and even I was like, hey, that would endear me. But and yeah. then you jumped on Daniel Jones right away. Yeah, well. All those drops at Duke. What's funny is with Daniel Jones, and I don't want to spend too much time on his college stuff, but. We wa I watched three games before and just kind of casually watched them against Clemson, Miami, which was in a literal tropical storm, and then his bowl game where he had five touchdowns. And I was like, 
I don't get why people make all these jokes. I'm not sold. But it was unbelievable. I got like physically, like vi- visibly mad, mad at the screen just watching Duke wide receivers drop passes. And it was in the biggest moments. The more and more you went into it, it's like, okay, this guy's kind of actually good. And then it was cool to see him actually like put it together a little bit in his rookie season. And so it was you big do- for me because if he was bad, it w- I would have looked at them. Have you dove into any video in that same way and found an opposing opinion of the general public from, from going and actually watching it? Or are you waiting to see who the Giants pick? Then you're going to go do that deep dive shit. Um, well, I haven't looked at any of the QBs. There's four offensive tackles that people like. Andrew Thomas, uh, Mekhi Becton, Jedrick Wills, and Tristan Wirfs. And people keep on saying Andrew Thomas, who played at Georgia, is like the fourth on that list. I think he's the best. Um, that's I went out on a limb on there. Like now, there is some other people who think he's the best, but he played against the best competition. He dominated them. I don't know. I, I think he's the best, and he's the guy I want the Giants to get it for, even though it's looking like it might not happen at this point. Yeah, and the the tackles get really fun because it's it's one of the premier positions in the NFL. It's tackles, defensive ends, quarterbacks, cornerbacks, pretty much, um, and. I don't know. This crop hasn't been too high. Like normally you have a guaranteed guy that's going to be in the top three and they're kind of here. And I don't know, for me, that was kind of a turnoff with this crop. Um, Especially there's some other really special talented guys, Chase Young, Isaiah Simmons, that I know Bobby and the crew have been talking about the tackles a little bit. And I was kind of getting nervous because, you know, are, are you reaching and you're taking a tackle that would normally be the 14th pick? And you're taking them at at four, but now the the buzz last night was that the Dolphins were at five and kind of the biggest Tua trade rumor team. Or they that last year was tank for Tua. That's what they like rallied their fan base around. And now the rumor is that they might trade up to three to draft a tackle. So um, a fantastic draft like gossip. It's it's basically a high school drama um, when you get to actual draft day. But B, now Bobby was telling me about the tackles, and now I think we might see like three in the top ten when I didn't think we were going to see any in the top ten. Yeah, I don't believe that was like their horrible way of trying to do a smoke screen, where it's like, hey, we want to trade up, but it's not for the QB. So don't worry, other teams that want QBs. I'm, yeah. I think they're all in on a QB. It wouldn't make any sense to trade up two picks for a tackle when they could still get their guy at five. I So – I don't know exactly what they're doing, but I I can't believe that. But that would shake up the entire draft and just show that none of us know anything when it comes to getting ready for this. Well, and that's uh, that is the draft, and I guess that's uh, what's what's Bobby Skinner's rabble rouser. What what's going to be the move that shakes the draft and everyone can rip up their thing? Because I mean, I think Burroughs and Chase Young almost have to happen. Um, so I mean, is it is it someone trading up to three? Is it someone drafting someone stupid? What's on, what's on your rabble rouser radar? RRR. Well, first it'd be a little later. I see Tampa going Jerry Judy or some. Already have two awesome wide receivers. I'm I'm now I'm kind of hypocritical because I'm like Giants should get an offensive tackle, but why not just go and get the greatest wide receiver core of all time? So I think that would be fun, even though people would criticize it. Um, other things. The only thing I could see that would just blow me away is like the Chargers or Dolphins going Jordan Love or something, or the Redskins just not t- the Redskins going QB because there was those rumors earlier. Um, and like the Haskins stuff has been bad. I mean, the last coaching staff, there's rumors they thought he was dyslexic. 
Um, they got a new coaching staff in. I mean, it's really What bad. does that have and to do with anything? Just that he's dumb. I don't know. They think he's dumb. That's and mean. I do too. I really do. I think he's a dumb But I person. mean, like, there's a lot of dyslexic people in the world that are successful. Like, it's not a deterrent, especially from playing quarterback. That's just such a rude rumor or a rude thing to say. I don't know. Like, I mean, like anything negative like, Haskins I can get down with. So I, I understand you I didn't would... you didn't make it up, but whoever made that up. Oh, Bobby just... might have made that up. <laughs> There's a chance Bobby Not made that. It. I'm slowly being blocked by every Redskins player, so. Uh, <laughs> so, do you think the third the third pick is locked up? That the Lions will just grab the uh, the corner? What's his name? Akuda. That's actually yeah. what could be the rabble rouser thing. Is Simmons, who I I love Simmons, and we talked about on the podcast today that I'm on the offensive tackle train, but I'm scared to death we're passing on like the best defensive player for the next 20 years with Simmons. So I don't understand why people are, are just locking the lines with the CUDA when there's a guy like Simmons there. Um, I think the that I guess that could be my rabble rouser moment. If the Lions go Simmons and kind of shake things up and maybe the Giants go CUDA, I don't know. If they take Simmons, it really does like change have this domino effect, even though I don't think they're gonna stay there at three. So wait, who, who's your number one? Is it Wills or or uh what's Thomas. Worfs? Oh, Thomas, Thomas is your number one. But they but yeah. a lot of the mock drafts I'm looking at have Wills and Worfs. Those are two fun names well, to say back to back. That's why well, I was you didn't look at my mock draft, Jim. Yeah. Sure. No, no, no. I'm looking um, at some some squids from uh, CBS Sports. <laughs> that's <laughs> got to look at the Bobby Skinner 1.0. <laughs> Thank you, squids. Um, yeah, man. It's it's just funny with the tackles. I mean, normally a left tackle still, you know, just normally more important than right tackle, and guys project they're a little better with some different traits. But yeah, I, these four guys are straight toss up, like. Becton's the freak, but he he reportedly failed a drug test, and I don't think his tape's as impressive. Um, and then you've got, you know, guys that put in their due in the SEC. And then uh, who's the other guy? The Iowa kid. Worst. A lot of teams like him the best. And you, I think I you know. don't. The Giants I'm gonna are do a, rumored I'm gonna to do the worst. And that is going to be like – worst, honestly, is like – as far as like podcast-wise, it's going to be the worst pick. Because at least if they do something crazy like Derek Brown – I'll be pissed where worse is just like, eh, like, I guess he's a good, like he's good. And I understand why they're going him, but he doesn't excite me or disappoint me. Like any of those guys, he's going to get the most blah reaction out of me. And so for that, just for that fact alone, I'm hoping we don't go worse. So do you uh, judge players by how much eye black they wear at all? Um, For the most part, no, but yes, it, I could depending, you know, if it's too much, or if they, you know, they're putting weird phrases on there. Like me, okay. I used to put in college. I put three, two, one on there, like which was my my county I'm from. And I just looking back, and I'm like, you know what, that guy's a douchebag. Okay. What about the? Have you ever had a cortisone shot? No, I haven't. But I've heard they're pretty cool. I have. Um, I mean, just this is as interesting as interesting gets for the viewers at home. Because I'm going to show you the three offensive guys, right? And uh, come on. Come on, computer fuckheads. Maybe we'll do this in five minutes. Okay. Computer's acting up. Um, you were going, were you going I black scouting report on us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's where you were heading. Yeah, Wheels yeah, is yeah, yeah. kind of weird. Where it's like, what are you doing all that for? He's the Alabama guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got two, you got two that are kind of just, you know, Come on about it is how I would phrase it. 
Eye black, I feel like it's kind of pointless at this stage of the game. I, I, oh, I guess oh, yeah. the reflecting the sun thing, but with a helmet on, I've never heard of like not being able to see, especially at offensive line. The guy's right in front of you. It's war paint more than anything practical, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, even then, like I don't know. Do they still do the sticker eye black, or do people like paint it on now? Some, I think baseball still does the sticker eye black. I'm not sure. You but still see the stickers in baseball. But. What is what's a move that? is so surprising that you honestly can't like what, what could happen that would really disappoint you? So there was a rumor that the giants are seriously looking at Justin Herbert, the quarterback that would just crush me because of the Daniel Jones stuff, because of the hate I got and how I was kind of attached to him. Like I would like there's giants fans who are, they they're almost like Browns fans now because of Odell and I'm, I'm not that way. But I would feel that way for Daniel Jones no matter where he went, where I would be rooting for him in spite of the Giants. So if the Giants somehow went Herbert and decided to do what Arizona did last year, I mean, that would just – that would crush my soul. Like, I'd, I'd probably quit doing all this. How, how about I, – I, I think the <laughs> – whoa. I, th- I think the – well, and a lot of people are calling this the Tua draft just because, A, it's a fun name and he's the wild card kind of quarterback at this point. But uh, there's a chance that everyone's overlooking because, I mean, again, mock drafts is just us pointing and shooting at guys mostly. But, you know, teams rely heavily on their, like, medical team. (laughs) And there's a chance that a lot of teams are just like, hey, we have no idea if that kid's okay. And, like, this could turn into a Tua Aaron Rodgers type situation or something like that, which would be, a kind of tough to watch and make you feel bad for the kid. But then I think it would become fun because there's so many teams. I mean, does our guy Gruden start going off and he wants to get his quarterback? Everyone gets the Patriots rumors going. I, so I think it would be fun. But if Tua starts to slide, I mean, it would be a little bit of that, like, feel for the kid that his family moved from Hawaii to Alabama to be the number one pick in the draft. Yeah, with Tua, it's so weird because – when he first started, I was in love. I was in the tank for Tua train for the Giants. But that's like the more you saw him, the injuries happen, and, you know, he played better competition. And everything was – it's so hard. And that was the thing with passing was wide open. Like, he has three first-round wide receivers on his team. Yeah. Um, I don't see Tua sliding. Maybe it does. But if he starts to slide, I think this year somebody will trade up, whether, like you said, it's the Raiders, the Patriots. I think there's teams that would want to trade up to get him if he slides past, you know, say eight or nine. Here's the big uh, eye black challenge. Ooh. So you're good in the middle there. No eye black. Wow. Straight thug. I like it. And Wills, that's weird. Both those guys look weird. And they're, you know, with the curly hair, it's just, I don't know. I I think it's kind of ugly. I do like Wills, though. Yeah. Is Werfs on the right? Werfs is the guy with the black uniform. That's too much. Both and how, are too much. Dude, Will doesn't I mean, even put it on correctly. You got to like go. He just did like four lines like this. It exactly. looks like he just put it on four fingers and went like that. But that's cooler than this. Both four fingers, yes. <laughs> this, one side. this looks like he got a piece of tape, like painter's tape, and covered his eyes and then went underneath it. How's it so straight? Something. I'm not. Or he had, not he had a frame and him. just did a spray paint. Yeah, I'm not going to critique him for being a good artist. I, I mean, I oh. think you should be getting. I think you well, should we, be getting at the other guy for doing 
half his face perfectly and then giving up and doing like the four-way racing. No, Jake, he's just a righty and one hand had a stronger grip and one was loose. It's different, two different strengths in his arm, which is a good scouting report. Then he's got a weak hand. I can't trust that guy. Mm -hmm. There was guys in college that did, like there was a couple and it's like, what are you doing? Like, why don't you just like take a shower or get ready or listen to the music? Why are you spending 10 minutes just painting your face? It's, I've never been a face paint kind of guy. Just do the did, stickers or don't do I it did all. eye black. Well, Jake's painted his face for high school fan, crazy fan stuff before, but I did eye black like once playing baseball in high school and I just hated it. It smelled awful. It was sticky on my face. It was it's, like, this sucks. Yeah, it's like, like, I just spent the whole game picking it off. <laughs> yeah. Blows. And I'm fidgety like that too. I literally would just like I just slowly peel it, it I off. I just picked it all. Like, By the end of the game, it was gone. You need one guy. You, you you need like the crazy linebacker that you if you the told long him snapper. to yeah if you told him to tackle a door he would literally do it. You need that guy with face paint because if that guy makes a play during the game, which normally the middle linebacker or someone like that is always going to make one play, when the other team sees the eye black guy make a play, they're like, oh fuck. But I'd rather do the the cowboy collar and like not even like the the rolled one, just the yeah. one that's like a a door. You just put it like straight up. Like I think that looks pretty cool, even though like no one uses them anymore. One of these, one of these mock drafts I'm looking at, I don't know his name. He has the Giants trading, trading the fourth pick to to someone. Does that seem likely? I just can't stand mock draft trades because this year just like like I'll put stuff out and then like people. One of the most annoying things, and I've made an an active effort to reply just to be nice, but as people will tweet mock drafts at me. And they'll have like nine extra picks because they just did all these like Madden trades. So it's one of those things where like, yeah, if it happens, it's cool. But I don't know if there's going to be anybody willing to trade, especially if Miami already trades up with at three. Yeah. All right. So are you prepared to be happy or disappointed? You should be prepared to be a little disappointed. I am. I'm I'm prepared for worse. And that's and has then- been the that was the rumor last night. And so like, I don't hate it. But it's just like out of the four guys at his position, he's the fourth on my list. So that's what got has me a little disappointed. And I'm I'm now, prepared for it. Now you've done a lot of research on those three offensive uh the linemen or whatever tackles. Uh, when whoever gets chosen, is there more research for you to be done? Like are you gonna go dive even deeper? Yeah, and one just because of time. We only do I only look at like two or three games. That way when okay. we do get because I don't want like you guys know how it is, like if you guys did John Carlo Stanton like stuff in 2017, it wouldn't have gotten as much stuff, but now he's on the Yankees and it'll get a lot more interaction. So I'm just kind of like waiting for that guy to really, you know, go. I got, whenever we pick someone, I'll go, I'll look at every single piece of information on the guy. All right. So anyone that loves a draft and giants, if they're a giants fan talking giants, what's the schedule coming up? Well, we'll have one out tomorrow morning reacting to the first round. Um, and then, so during the weekend, we'll be doing live streams on Periscope, which I think Jake is going to join in on some of those. And then Monday we'll have rounds one through four recapped. And then I think Monday we're going to do a talking sports, um, which is just a great name. And And then rounds five through will be for, we'll cover like everyone, right? Talking sports is not just the Giants fans. You're going to cover the whole thing. Yeah. Talking sports will just be talking whatever like main storylines came out of it. We we found, we found sports and sports was too confusing for people. So we landed (laughs) in talking sports. Um, 
And yeah, Bobby, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little, I'm a little nervous for the Giants. I, at first, I thought they were kind of in a win-win with either Simmons or a tackle. Um, now I, I don't know. I feel like uh, the Lions might do something silly, or someone might trade up, and uh, I don't know. I, I was feeling good about the Giants being kind of in a win-win spot. Now I'm a little nervous for them. I was what about the same your- way until 8 p.m. last night when all the worst stuff started happening. Then it was like. That's when I started being scared. What about your Broncos, Jake? What level of fandom are you at with the Broncos? Like, can your emotions sway on the Broncos? I it's I haven't heard you like talk about them. I don't, and I know they're not your top three teams. Um, I'm not sure. So the the Broncos are in a good spot. Um, they're I think they're in a win win spot for this draft, but they could also be in the shit cycle. They had their young quarterback Drew Locke played decently last year to end the season. I wasn't kind of on the Drew Locke train, small hands, but he played well, and he's got a smoke show girlfriend, so we're believing in Drew Locke for now. And where the Broncos are at, they either need a wide receiver or a tackle, and there's kind of, at where they're picking 15, um, there's going to be some good options there. So I I truly do think the Broncos are kind of in a win-win position, um, but they could also, if Drew Locke shits the bed, they could be back in the quarterback kind of shit cycle. So do you think uh, Drew Locke is like a smart person? <laughs> um, he's dyslexic. I have a take. No, I mean, he could be dyslexic and smart. Just Haskins. Give me your Drew Locke's dumb take. He just seems like, like maybe this will offend people. He seems too much like a bro to be a QB. I just feel like you, you know, you, you live a little life and you get to know people and you get to uh, you can tell some just by the way looking at someone the way they talk after you know a couple hours like okay I could kind of got this guy pegged down and he just seems like a guy who can have an awesome season but will just never like put it all put it all together for long long stretches of time my only counter to that is if anyone hasn't watched it, the Elway to Marino 30 for 30 or whatever it was, it's a great watch because they had the same agent and he took notes of every day and stuff. It's it's a really cool thing. The um, agent took notes? Yeah. Um, because Elway was like threatening to go play baseball and stuff. There it's they sat down with meetings with everyone. It, it's it's really well done. Um and it's Elway and Marino in the same draft, and there's some other good quarterbacks, but when you look at John Elway and the John Elway we grew up with was kind of the old John Elway on the Broncos and he's he's going out, he's getting those final championships, now he's in the front office, he's got the big teeth. John Elway at Stanford was one of the biggest bros you've ever seen. He had the like 70s, 80s Beach Boys haircut and he was like, yeah, I could play baseball. <laughs> and you're like, What? Who is this guy? So I think the bro culture at quarterback, I, I think Elway and the Broncos are pushing that. Right. I just feel like QB right. is for these. Yeah. <laughs> QB is just for these like like psycho weirdos like Daniel Jones. And like Tom Brady, people think he's cool now. But Tom Brady's a weird dude. Peyton oh. Manning, like he like people Tam Brady or Peyton Manning wasn't good because of his accuracy. It was good because the guy like neglected every aspect of his life besides football. So I just feel like to be one of those guys, you have to be that. But I think to be like one of the top one percent, you have to be so be selfish and psycho. Yeah, like Flacco. Like Flacco had that one good year. You know, they won the Super Bowl, 
was like, what was the common denominator? It was his contract year. So it seemed like the one year where Flacco actually put it all together. And you see that with all, you know, guys at every position of the word contract year, they put it all together. But I mean, QB, it's, it's unbelievable what those guys have to do to be good. It's not just going out there and slinging the ball. Like you have to be a psycho. And if you're not putting in the work, like if like there's a level of putting the work in and then there's a next level being great. Um, I don't know. I'm really judging Drew Locke by appearance right now. And it's, I, I feel like that's an ugly look on me more so. That's, that's fair. It's, it's how it works. You know, it's yeah, part of life. That's fine here. I, I think my bigger thing, is, it's been my hottest take for a while. And now I'm kind of leaning injuries. Tua can't be good because he's a lefty and proved me wrong. Well, I mean, where are the lefty quarterbacks? Tebow was great. Yeah, Tebow. You, I mean, you had a front row to see, see to that. Um, Mike Vick. He won you, you know, a playoff game, so why don't you get off your high horse about it? Yeah, he had 316 yards in that game. Mike Vick, he was a lefty. I mean, that, was a Mike that's Vick, just, Tebow hybrid. That's just what I'm saying. I mean, it's Vick, it's Tebow. Well, A, Tebow was a tight end. Vic was one of the biggest freaks to ever play this game. And then it's what? It's Steve Young. Yeah. And I mean, it's just crazy that we're covering 25 years of football to get three lefties. Well, you got to think lefties have been put down upon for a long time. No one's given them a chance. They used to tie their left hand behind their back, beat them up, force them to be righties. It's a whole plight, Jake. Don't be so leftist. Yeah. When have you seen that? <laughs> you're, you're, you're. Well, that was back in like the 1500s, right but it has guy. lasting effects. Right. right. Lefties were spawn of the devil. So, NFL is very religious based sport, as we've seen. I'm a lefty and I like it. So, <laughs> wow. Can never be a quarterback, according to Jake. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Everyone tune in for Talking Giants, Talking Sports for more NFL stuff. Uh, you want to stick around for the weird stories, Bobby, or you got, you got stuff to do? Yeah, I'll stick around for a story or two. All right. We got a uh, – what is what else do we have in this sports section? We, I mean, do we want to just skip it all together? Obviously, we're going to talk about this Red Sox punishment on Talking Baseball with Ploof. Um, I wasn't surprised. I was surprised that they outed that one dude. It just seems so yeah. fucking mean. It just seems so mean. Um, but like I, we, we, I had been saying for months that there's no, there's not going to be a punishment. It's going to be very, very slight because like they, they, they probably regret opening that investigation because it is a huge can of worms. Like I understand they had the one fine against them. So that's what they thought. I think when they found nothing more, that they realize, oh shit, this is a huge can of worms we just opened. Because now the Red Sox can just turn and out any other team and any other team can point at any other team because everyone did what the Red Sox did. I, yeah, I didn't, again, I, my, my big point in that has always been the timeline. They Every team did it and then they were told to stop. And then teams stopped except the Red Sox. Mm, no, I would, I would bank on every team continue to do it. Well, uh, again, that's that's making an assumption and, that after well, from, that from point, people we've talked to as well, it's not just me wildly guessing. From people we talked to, like teams continued to do that. And I did like that in the report they stated this happened when a runner was on second. You know, right. this they were like, this is the difference that the MLB stated it because that's what we've been saying forever. But 
Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Like, if they if every team wanted to point at each other, then everyone would just lose their second-round draft pick now. That's why they did the punishment so weak. Bob? Before this punishment, were you guys scared the Yankees were going to, like, show up in this? Because I kind of was. They can. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think every team is open to this punishment that the Red Sox just got if MLB wants to do that or other teams want to do that. But I think by the Red Sox not giving a big punishment – it's basically like, okay, let's end this. Like, we didn't, we didn't. If they threw down the book at the Red Sox, then yeah, I'd be worried about the Yankees and every other team. Because then I think everyone starts pointing fingers like, you punished us for that? Every team does that. But I think because it's so light, it's their way of saying like, let's fucking end this, please. Let's just end this. That's why, but I don't get why they threw that dude under the bus. <laughs> it makes no sense. That's, and that's, that's the problem. That's you know what it was? It was everyone in the Red Sox, they came together and like, let's just blame him. Yeah. You know I mean, and everyone's done that before. Like you get caught at like, you know, in college, you get busted with alcohol in the dorm. You're not allowed to. And it's like, all right, we're just going to say that he had it all. He was drunk. Um, yeah. And we'll just all point to him. And then he's the one who shows up on the investigation. Yeah. It's funny because that's, that's you, the you, problem. The, the MLB is saying that, yep, the, the Red Sox did do something wrong. Here's the punishment. And we got the guy. And it's like, what? Um, and then it, it also said in the report that it wasn't all players doing it, which means some players did admit to doing it, even though the rest just denied and blamed the other guy. So there's some messy parts to it, and it, it's it's just MLB. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not willing to throw every other team under the bus like that um, uh, until it came out, because why wouldn't the Red Sox do that? Because I, they didn't even get punished. So, like, all right, cool. It'd be like ultra petty to take away a second round pick from every other team. They don't care. They, they, this basically exonerated they, the, this, 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 this basically exonerated the Red Sox, not hurt them. If anything, this would be was funny if they just eliminated the second round for every team. Yeah. Boom. It, it's uh, what's funny because even in the report, it was very like nice to the Red Sox. They were like, well, this replay room decoded the sequences that he thought the catchers had, and he gave them to the team before the game as part of the scouting report, which is totally legal and totally fine. But then as he was watching the game in the replay room, he could see, oh, shit, my scouting report was wrong, or oh, shit, they just changed to a different sequence. And then he was morally, do I tell them? I'm not supposed to tell them because I'm using the replay room during the game to tell him, Hey, they changed it. But then he would tell them, Hey, they changed it. And like, that's what was wrong. So yeah, it's funny because I mean, they this said, they, to, they said it's the, fine. The problem is what they he can't did. punish. They can't punish the players. Um, and the, uh, they can't punish the players anyway. So the player said, yeah, it was, it was that guy. It was JT Watkins. And he was telling us how to hit better. What, what an asshole. I don't even think the the players outed him. Like the way the report reads, it just reads like, like that. Like I mean, because you're allowed to watch the other catcher from the game beforehand, and then pass out a piece of paper to your players and say, "This is what we think the sequence is from right. yesterday." They were game. making mid game adjustments, which they were yeah. told not to before that. Yeah, and I think every team does that. I mean, we, we've talked you to a lot of, well, no, I know. I know a lot of teams. What do you that. can prove. It's what you can prove. You, I don't, it's weird that you're taking the stance because you know, a lot of teams do that as well. We've talked to a lot of players that say, I just think do. they clearly spit in the commissioner's face and teams stop doing it after that. 
Uh, we know for a fact that, that, that the key part is that timeline. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think a lot of, I, I think a lot of teams continue to do that. Why wouldn't you? It's halfway I, legal. I think, I think the difference is just that the Red Sox were like kind of specifically warned and like they had Cora from. Yeah. The that's why they looked at, that's why they looked into them because they like, were warned yeah. and then, and then Cora's connection. But I think they, they really, this, this ruling really was them just like, we need to get over. We need to get out of this. If they didn't Does, throw that dude under the bus, I'd be like, yep, that's just them washing their hands because they realized they were opening up a can of worms. But the that's fact kind of, that's kind the of the, that's kind of both our problems with it. Why JT Watkins? <laughs> it's, dude, it, it honestly, it sucks for him. It like blows for him. Hey man, he got the players a bunch of RBIs and they probably slipped him a couple extra doll hairs. JT is going to be fine. Uh, I don't know. He, it, that sucks for him. All he did was pull up replays. <laughs> and, it, and it doesn't add up with the Astros at all because they literally had a department running Codebreaker, which is what JT Watkins did. And none of those guys for the Astros got in trouble. So that's where it really doesn't line up at all. But I think Manfred realizes he, and we, we've heard that he is upset that people think he fucked it up. He did not think the public was going to be like, dude, you fucked this up with the Astros ruling. He thought he did a good job. And then the public, that's why he did that whole press conference trying to backtrack and add things. And so I think Manfred. Piece of metal. Piece of metal. Yeah. So I think when Manfred realized, oh, I'm the bad guy in all this, he just was like, I need to get out of this. And he's just fucked everything up. He's an idiot. Nothing makes sense with the two punishments. Just a dump before the draft. I do appreciate that. People were like mad about that. I appreciate it. That's like the smartest thing they did. Yeah. Do it right before the draft, then no one cares anymore. Um, what's the other sports news here? Kawhi loses Nike lawsuit for claw logo. Do we care about this? Not really. Not that big a deal. Okay. What is the no. claw logo? If anything, liar liar should have rights to that. It's a pretty cool logo, and he had it when he was like sponsored by Nike, but he moved to New Balance and they wanted to get the logo and the claw back under his rights so he could profit off that. Uh, and he can't because Nike still owns it. Have you seen the, the, the have you seen the original logo? Like the original Kwai drawing? I don't think it's even good, honestly. No, it's fucking like when your kindergartner draws turkeys. <laughs> like <laughs> the uh, actual Jim Carrey claw. Yeah, yeah look at they like I mean I gotta cover it. up I gotta cover up your face, Bobby. I'm sorry, but like look at this fucking like on the left is Quas drawing. Like, he traced his hand and put a K, put a K in the middle. Um, if Quai thinking he can fucking trademark that, this is insane. BBD, what's the uh, what's the pointer <laughs> finger on that? Because I I see the initials KL. What's the I? Oh, is so that a two? Kawhi yeah, Leonard Incorporated. The K on the left, the L, and the L is also him making it a two, and his numbers two. Nicknames the claw. And they threw a little two hands. in there. Okay. So he's got like the famously large hands. Yeah, because that's I Nike's like logo. Yeah, so Nike owned that because that was made while he was a Nike. And Kwai saying, "No, look at this drawing I did." Looks like Jedrick <laughs> yeah. Will's face paint. Yeah, I don't know what the drawings. To- 
but how the drawing was supposed to be. I'm not critiquing it. the drawing. We've sure. gotten a lot of stuff done at John Boy Media with drawings just like that. So I'm not going. But we've never on. submitted it to a court of law and said, I invented this. Look at this drawing. <laughs> that's the part that's messed up. Yeah. And then the other story we have is that ESPN is trying to get KBO broadcasting rights for free. Yeah, ESPN wanted to acquire the Korean basketball or Korean baseball league for an exposure. (laughs) They're like, oh, yeah, this will be your chance to be on US TV. ESPN tried to trade an exposure. Go, yeah, we're going to watch it once real sports come back. We're now we're doing you a favor by putting your sport on the air. No, oh man, ESPN. If that's a real thing, that's such a dumb look by ESPN. Why don't you think that's real, dude? I mean, if someone came to us and offered to trade an exposure, which they have, I basically politely say, "Go fuck yourself." That's not a real thing. So for ESPN, a billion dollar company, that's just fucked up. I mean. Shoot your shot. Just so stupid. You're a billion dollar company. You want our product. You have to pay for it. That's the way you come to the table. It's like, hey, we don't want to give you any money for this. But if you want, we'll give you like a little money. (laughs) It's the opening offer. (laughs) Our opening offer is nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Stupid. So I'm guessing the KBO said no. It's all in uh, Korean. So I can't read it. Yeah, is Kim Jong Un dead? I like I, that was reported basically, and I just haven't heard anything about it since that night. I know that's. I mean, I know that's not the same Korea, but I haven't talked to him. Um, <laughs> I just haven't heard any information on it. Yeah, they like reported that, and then it's been like two full days and no update. Like they're not even so... talking. Like, there's yeah, no I mean, for- like, we're not going to just hear that. Like, if a reporter, like, tries to break that news, they're dead. Yeah. I mean, Castro, we thought Castro was dead for, like, 10-plus years until they finally said, yeah, he's done. That's true. I'm going to call the half. And then I'm going to go pee, and you guys can just ask BBD the fruit of the halftime. I'll have my headphones wow. on, so I'll just listen while I pee. Okay. I'll tell you why after, but I have to pee so bad. BBD. I need your halftime grade via fruits. You gotta have it ready. Let's see. I'll call that one. That one was uh, that one was a coconut in honor of in honor of Bobby Skinner. Coconuts. I just found out our fruits because I googled list of fruit and coconut was at the top because it's a c word. Um, and it was you know it, it was a big first half. We went almost forty five minutes, and we typically for an hour on this show what's out of it got the juice um bob used to have long hair coconuts uh are famously hairy i mean i still have hair but still got hair but used to be the real long by the way i bought this hat for five bucks to do the gruden video and i Mm. really like it i bought it at dollar general just the you know the black and silver which by the way i couldn't find a tampa visor in florida which is ridiculous but yeah like this is my new favorite hat Love that. Nice. Yeah, I, I remember I did a Gruden Gruden day on Amazon where I bought black visor, red visor, black polo, red polo, and then the Bucks pennant and Raiders pennant. And I was like, this is a pretty low day for me. 
Uh, <laughs> know, there's times when you do both. Yeah. I mean, we've had some really good feedback on the video, though. I, I think what uh what BBD said about the coconut is interesting because when you think of fruits, coconuts really, really the mind, the front of the mind. But I mean, they're a thousand percent of fruit. Yeah, it's one of those things you don't think about it, but then like if you ask what a coconut is, it's like what else would it be? Yeah. And did BBD call a coconut the C word? Yeah. It's that it's a, it's towards the top of the alphabetical list because it's a C word. Yeah, that's rude. <laughs> Coconuts. Jesus. Yeah. Coconuts. So I've noticed after coconut. and I was hoping we'd move past it. But so Kate no. so Katie, I have a glass of water that I pour in the morning. So I had it full glass. So Katie came in and we have these two water jugs that we keep in the fridge because we like cold water. And they were both like, they were both equally almost done. So she wanted to clear them out and fill them both back up, but she didn't want to waste the cold water. So she was like, chug your water. So I chugged it and then she filled it back up. And then she was like, chug half of that so I can fit the rest of this in. So I just was, and then I'm two coffee. So just a liquid machine so far. So I had to pee really bad. Thanks for holding down the fort. Water game, like a big, are you a water guy? Because I don't drink nearly enough. I'm a huge water guy. Every week I buy two cases, one for my truck because I, I work outside and go from place to place, and then one in the fridge. So I'm I'm like a water only guy. I've recently got on to seltzer waters. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm, I don't, I'm not the most healthy person, but what I put liquid in, like it's always healthy. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like with Bobby. I'm water only. Not I'm a big water bottle guy. Like I, like I can't do I the drink tons of water. That's the problem. I've been. I mean, I'm coffee and water myself, but it's uh, it's normally just coffee. I'll have like a a coffee, coffee and a half, and it'll be two p.m. and I'm like, I haven't had any water yet. Am I okay? And the answer yeah, is you gotta start taking care of yourself, Jake. Yeah. Well, your back's been saying up. that. Yeah. You know the trick to drinking water. When you're like, I'm go thirsty, on. and you go fill up a water, this is a real health trick. If your body tells you you're thirsty, thirsty and you pour water for yourself, you immediately pour a full glass, chug half of it right away, clench that thirst, then fill it back up, and then sip on the rest slowly. And that's how you get the proper water intake. You got to feed the thirst right away. Because my sister, she'll pour a glass, and then she'll just take a tiny little sip. And I'm like, you filled that up for a reason. You were thirsty. Drink a lot of it right away. That's my water tip Whoa. of the day. Here's a sound. It's miles of heart. So you do it from the sink? Well, New York City has good water, known for having good water. And I hate Brita filters because in the end, they just get black shit all over and you can't fill up that much and it takes forever. And if you're out of water and then you're like, oh, I got to fill up the Brita and then wait for it to filter, fuck that. So I just go, we go tap water into these big bottles like that you would have at a restaurant, like glass bottles, and we put those in the fridge. We have two of them that we rotate because I like cold water too. Right. I'm, I like, I'm fine with warm water, especially when I'm outside. I'm a Clover Valley Dollar General brand water guy. Nice. All right. Let's uh, do a quick Add. news story. I read the news today. Six o'clock, time for the news. The entire U.S. box office this weekend came from a single Florida drive-in movie theater. Wonder if that's by you, Bobby. Prickles, The Sheep, 
comes home after seven years with glorious unsheared fleece. Prince William County Fire and Rescue came to the aid of a teen who got stuck in the washer during a game of hide-and-seek. A large group busted for meat market theft after leaving a trail of meat behind, and Ansel Elgort, who's an actor that I didn't know existed, posted a not-safe-for-work pic of him and raised thousands for Brooklyn Charity. Right off the rip, and this is because I think I'll forget it if I don't say it right now, when you can't say raised thousands for charity. Thousands is so wide. You could be talking about literally $1,000, or you could be talking about $100,000. You got to dial that in more for me. Like, how much did that dude actually raise for his dick pic? Spin it. Right? Like, I might donate $1,001 to something and be like, I donated thousands. I, I only know this Ansel guy because he sits courtside at Rangers and Knicks games and they put him on the big screen. Uh, but I'm more mad. I'm pretty sure I saw the picture yesterday and it's safe for work. He's in the shower covering his biscuits. Or yeah, is his covering dick his, no, it's covering his dick with his hand. Then why isn't that safe for work? Uh, I mean, if you like, Jake, if you, come on. If you're in a work office and someone sees you looking at that, they're going to be like, hey. He's an actor. Well, it's It's safe for his work. Safe for our work. It would be safe to look at for our work. If I was at my old nine to five and someone walked past my computer and it was that picture, I mean, that's that's a problem. Couldn't you say say that was NFL draft stuff? (laughs) What? Like, couldn't you say that with NFL draft stuff? Like stuff you're not supposed to be watching at work? Yeah, but I mean, I, he's I not think, naked. Oh, he is you naked. You wouldn't have to have like a meeting if you're looking at a mock yeah. draft at work. That is, yeah, it's not safe for work. If, <laughs> he's naked. It's a picture of a naked dude in a shower. I'm just, I'm disappointed at the culture. Yeah. Um, Bobby, you know this drive in movie theater in Florida? Does it say? Because uh, I didn't know we had drive in theaters down here. How could it not say the fucking town of the drive-in? Ocala, Florida. Oh, Ocala? That's a weird place. Ocala, Um, I mean, shout out to people who live in Ocala, because what the fuck are you doing? Just in the swamp an hour away from both beaches. Like, if you live in Florida, don't live in Ocala. By the way. I spent a week there once. You guys were talking about, like, the people clapping and stuff and, like, people taking it serious. Florida... It's not. It's and I remember like people were talking, making fun of the young people. All the old people are not giving a damn down here. It's unbelievable. They'll come right up and talk right in your face. Like the old people do not care about anything. I, you know, I see that I work uh, with uh, on, with condominiums, and they are not changing a damn thing about their lifestyle. That's what someone like was. The internet went into too big of a fuck these young spring breakers mode. And Jake was on it. Like, we were both on it. We said, like, these interviews are me. Those interviews are are terrible, what they're doing. And then people started posting pictures of, like, hey, this is the golf course restaurant in my town. And it was, like, a crowded restaurant in Florida of old people. Like, can we be mad at these people or are we just doing a a young people thing? And uh, and so, like, yeah, there was a lot of, like, it didn't get as much attention. People are pretty eager to shit on 
the, the spring breakers and not everyone else. So, but you didn't go to that drive-in? No, I've been to a drive-in once and it was in New York. I didn't know they had them like here in Florida. Ocala is a weird, weird place. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. It's just, it's just yeah, kind of nothing. I had like, there, if you have horses, I guess it's cool. Cause you have like a lot of land. But it's so just a weird hot, place. swampy. Yeah. I sp- I was there in the summer once for my brother's baseball like, tournament. It's like the worst part. It's like if you're going to live in Florida, it's like the worst place to live because it's not even really like Florida. It's just the only thing that comes with it is the heat. So I, I had a coworker that they just used to ATV there. Is that okay? Yeah, that's cool, but you can find those places anywhere. Yeah, if you, I guess if you're going ATV because there's a lot. I mean, you find those places 30 minutes from anywhere. Holy smokes. This story about this sheep that got lost for seven years and came back with seven years without a haircut... I didn't think it was anything. I saw the I just saw the picture of it. I'll show you guys in two seconds. It's huge. Mm. You see this? Looks buff. Why are we been co- <laughs> I thought that sheep's hair or fleece, whatever it is, had to have a terminal length. <laughs> this this sheep's getting swallowed by its hair. It really shows the people who say you shouldn't shave sheep for their fur. Good deal. Yeah, and those people are. This is a huge loss, player. dude. I Bobby, saw I see it. you in the trenches talking with sheep Twitter about this often. Yes, of course. Um, no, I don't. I, 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 <laughs> I you, you set me up bad for that joke. I didn't have anything for it. <laughs> I saw. I went to this in when we lived in Australia. We went to like the outback and this ranch, and one of the exhibits was a sheep haircut or whatever, you know, and. uh it was like, how fast can you do it? You know, they were like speed racing, shaving a sheep. And then like the sheep, they would, like, they would like nick them and the sheep would be bloody. And I was like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, that is, why would anyone even want to do that? Even if it was like not mean. It was it. weird. They were like hog tying the sheep and just fucking shaving it. And I was like, take your time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this isn't, this, this is one thing that doesn't need to be a race. <laughs> but I can see I it getting lost and being like i know i could yeah well oh we have a video of the teenager that got stuck in the washer and dryer as well did you guys ever do this bobby were you just too big from the jump (laughs) well no i I, there was a, a a little me at one point but my family was very like go out have fun like like riding dirt bikes with no helmets kind of stuff but the one thing they beat into me i guess it was my great grandmother not even my parents was she told me a story about a kid getting in the dryer and dying. And so from that point on, I knew that was just one place you don't play, go and hide and seek. I did it when I was in sixth grade. Um, Cause if you can fit in the dryer, right? You put your arms like this above your head on the one bar and your feet on the other bar. And if you leave the door open, but someone holds the latch that makes the dryer thinks the door is closed, it doesn't get hot and you can just, run a cycle so we did it one day because someone told us about it so like i went in the dryer and you turn it on and it's just fucking whoa, 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 whoa like rolling down a hill in a tire um, that's horrible man. yeah like it was fun like I, it wasn't fun for me because i didn't fit perfectly so i was like really cramped but i think but if you my, it'd be like slamming you around yeah but one of my friends was the perfect height where he was like stiff enough but can get in and out but, but we did it one day and then we were like, let's never do that again. Uh, 
But it was a big thing. Like someone told us about it. So, but the washing machine is, that's wet. I don't know. That's weird. Don't do it. Kids. Wet. That's wet. Baby. It's the two things like don't get in the washing machine and don't like play the chubby bunny game with marshmallows. We're like the big things to not do. Oh, dude, that shit. Like, I don't know how people do it. I could never, I couldn't even swallow pills as a kid. So like anything like chubby bunny, like, like you can feel it down your throat, like gross. Uh, I'd like to say for the drier game, I would never get in. And I think this would this would shock people, but I would be a good person to have if you're going if someone's going in the dryer, because I'm not fucking around then. That's when I stop pulling punches. I'm not gonna do a you're trapped in there or anything like that. I I I, I draw the line like being trapped somewhere and being underwater. Uh Poppy Gordo stops joking then. You don't like going underwater? Oh, just like the people that hold kids underwater and stuff. Like I, <laughs> I, I find no humor in that. Are you talking about kid murderers? No, dude. When your kid's playing in a pool and like someone jumps on you, you totally did that. I think you've done that to me as recent as college. One of my April Fool's hold jokes you under I- the water. Yeah, just like jump on someone in the pool and like, yeah, you, okay. You've got- I halfway got it. Um, I mean, I definitely like wrestled in a pool. I've never like held anyone under the water. That's fucked up. Worst April Fools, Bobby. What were you saying? Well, we had family down from New York, and they had like a two, maybe three year old son. And so it was April Fools, and my my parents, my dad did like really messed up April Fools jokes. So I had this standard like, gotta go big or go home, and. So I tell my cousin, like, hey, go tell them that Matthew fell in the pool. And so he he goes and is like, he says it so nonchalantly. He goes, hey, hey Nancy, um, Matthew fell in the pool. And they, like, obviously freak out and start running. And me and my brothers are just crying laughing while they're having the worst moment of their life. And then they realize, like, he's not in the pool. And then we got an hour-long talk. But, like, looking back, like, that was probably, like, one of the meanest things we ever did. Yeah, man. Kids can really prank adults a lot because you don't understand adult feelings at all. But that's a mean one for sure. It's like the worst feeling you could Good have one. as a as a person is like yeah. your kids in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, we have a bunch of meat thieves here, which meat thief is kind of a cool term. Uh, there was a, it was a gang of seven people. They stole meat from a market. And then one of them dropped meat on the whole walk home after afterwards. And I have all their faces on screen here. So, Bobby, which one do you think was the one that was dropping meat? Um, like, who do you think's the the blame? Who who they I've, didn't want to bring him up? Guy, I've got goatee. Guy. I got Whitey in the top left. Okay, I have is the that guy, goatee guy? I have the guy on the bottom left that's looking up. I don't know which goatee are you talking about. White shirt, Jake, or orange? The full goatee, the complete goatee. The only guy oh, okay. with a complete goatee. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have the guy looking, his head's all the way looking up because I think he's tra- he's posturing there with that face. Like, I think he's been to jail before, that. so he's trying to look kind of hard for his mugshot. Look, look yeah. a little taller. Yeah. yeah. So the police found out that meat was being stolen and they. They were like, well, here's some traces of meat right here. Maybe this will 
literally like breadcrumbs with meat crumbs. And it, it found, it took them to the apartment where these seven people were and the meat was cooking. <laughs> it's tough. Red handed. They, they, they sold a ton cause they thought they were reselling the meat. And then they, it says they, the, no, they, they had a stocked house. So they were just, they just stole meat to cook it. Survive. I don't hate it. I mean, if you're doing it, if you're doing it to live. No, 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 no. They had a stocked house of other things. Like that's what this says. Oh, I the thought detective, you said detectives found some of the stolen meat being cooked. Um, please say the kitchen at home was filled with food. So these thieves weren't stealing meat out of desperation. It was just when you a, said, when you said stocked house, I thought like 20 to 25 people living in a house. Cause that happens. Like there'll people, uh, will set up cots and they'll just have like 25 people living in there. It's paying like 60 bucks uh, a piece in rent. Yeah. Willy Wonka style. No, no, no. The food was, the house was stocked with food. So they, they weren't starving. They just wanted to go steal some meat. It's an odd thing to get seven people involved in, you know, like you'd think someone was like, why don't we steal some TVs or something? Oh, it didn't start at seven, man. One person stole meat. The guy who got caught is the one who screwed it up. They had like an awesome plan. And then he tried to jump in and screwed it up for everyone. You think they went on seven different missions, Jake? No, 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 no. Like someone did it once. Then they talk someone else into it. Two people. I mean, that opens it up to everything. Turn two turns into seven people stealing meat real quick. All right. What kind of meat do you think they stole? You you would hope it was steaks. It's steaks. It's gotta be steaks. Just and there, you could get the thin ones. It's it's easy. No one's stealing ground beef. You would hope. I I don't know. I kind of might lean ground beef a little bit, just because if you get the right amount of ground beef, I mean, it just looks like genuinely just like a little belly. Like oh, you don't I have ha- to do you don't have to do a pregnancy thing. Like it just looks like you got a little just a little belly. What about if this was someone stole the ground beef and the leader was like, "Well, fuck you, steal this. We don't need this," and spiked it on the ground. I was like, you know, don't bring that weak ground beef home. We're stealing steaks. And then the dude who stole the ground beef was like, but I want the ground beef. So he scoops it up. Now he's carrying loose ground beef in both hands, dropping it along the way. And that's how they get caught. Clearly never been a beef thief. I don't know. Both goatees just fighting each other. What's the dumbest thing you guys have ever stolen? Like, I'm even like little uh, stuff as a kid. A, a CD from Hollister. Like I was maybe a sophomore or junior in high school. Basically just did it to prove you could do it. You know, like I paid for something. I think I paid for shoes. And then I was like, just put a CD in the shoe box and walked out. And then like it, it went off and I was like, it's just the shoes. And they're like, yeah, you're good. And then it was like, it was a say anything CD. Say anything else. Um, Worth it. Dumbest thing. Like, I think back on that, like, I think like a month later, I was like, imagine if I got fucking in a lot of trouble for that. Like, what an embarrassing thing. You just get kicked out of the store. Yeah, but that's probably it. Maybe a good scare tactic. I, I, one of the few standard things in my childhood, I had the pretty good, I mean, I try, I yanked some life at the supermarket before we got out of the supermarket, started bawling my eyes out. Um, so uh so good good morals bad morals something our buddy jeff would take the sushi from safeway a lot gotta eat 
the, the pre-made sushi, just grab it and walk out. <laughs> Literally. Jesus. You can, if you do it with confidence, you could get anything. I know a guy who, he just walked in Home Depot, grabbed a generator and just walked right out. Yeah, we when I worked at the supermarket in California, someone what they would they people would do is they would load up a cart and then put paper towels on top so you couldn't see that nothing was bagged and try to just walk out with it. And one time, like they saw it happening, they're like code nine ninety nine, code ninety nine, code ninety nine, and then all the like cashiers like went to the doors, and, like barricaded the place, and the guy was just like, oh. Okay. Yeah. We had a buddy that used to snag wallets because he just put his stuff. He'd put his stuff in the wallet and walk out of the store. <laughs> it's like, I like that. It was, an, it was an instant, instant snack. Uh, when I was in middle school, I would walk to Barnes and Noble, and the the biker gang and the biker magazines or like hot rod magazines always had a, a a nude centerfold of a girl like posing topless. And I just discovered that like sex was a thing and naked girls or something I enjoyed looking at. And I would go to Barnes and Noble. I could walk there from my house and I'd rip out the centerfold and fold it up, put it in my packet. And I just had like these centerfolds of naked girls. Sweet, bro. Yeah. That's like, that's made probably me even more embarrassing or lame. <laughs> Cause I don't even think I'd bring them home in case my mom found them. So I just like look at them on the walk home and then toss them. I think it was more again like this is something people can do. Why don't they stop this? And it was like, well, most people aren't asked like young kids. Yeah, they are the worst. What's the worst thing you stole, Bobby? Like a eighteen year old? Yeah, no that uh, that was actually one of the smarter ones. No, I actually I stole like you know like at Seven Eleven. There was a time where I lived off Seven Eleven, and I I didn't even realize I stole. I just took it. I thought you could just take those. So I, I had been to that seven like like three more times, and then I come back one night, and the cops just show up to me and they're like, "What are you doing? Like, getting chips? You know? Like, I yeah. don't know what's going on." And they're like, "Come outside." And like they say, you stole dip, and I was like, "I was like, I don't even dip," and I was like, "And that's behind the counter. How could I <laughs> steal the dip? Like, I, that doesn't make any sense to me." Maybe they meant chip dip. Well, that's what it was, and I I was so confused because. And then they like went and looked at the camera and they like like yep they there's you're on video, and then I found out like two weeks later from one of the girls that worked there that it was like just like a little cheese dip. And I'm like you guys call the cops on me for a sixty cents cheese dip because I thought we were allowed to just take those with like your chicken like tenders or whatever. Oh, it was like buy the hot food. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> So that was probably the dumbest. I did. I stole a hat one time with my cousin. And I felt bad, and I just showed him like, "Hey, look, I could you could steal something and get away with it." And two years later, he got busted at Walmart. He was going and buying like three hundred dollars worth of stuff, and then he would go back into the store and get the exact same items, and then go and return them and get his three hundred dollars back. So he would get all of that stuff, and then he'd get his money back, and he would like hit every single Walmart in the county until they finally caught him. Yeah, that's that's a little you've taken it far at that point. And looks like Bobby's gone. <laughs> Show's Bobby over anyway. Off. That was Bobby's sign off. The thief gang. All right. Oh, that there it. he is. He's back. Jimmy. He's back. All right. We All right. thought that was your good sign off story. I was betting ready to just get out of here anyway, so <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Exciting oh draft God. stuff tonight.
bet of the day, Chad. Oh, you want to do it? We're, we're running late. Jeez. Gotta make the people it's money. Bet of the day, bet of the day, it's the bet of the day. Jakey Jakey has laid two bets down so far. He has three players from Ohio State being drafted in the first round tonight. And then his second bet that he laid down yesterday is something that escapes me. Can you give us a reminder, Jake? What was your second bet? It, it My second bet starting to look pretty good. I it, The over and a half pick for Jeff Okuda our cornerback we've talking about and that number three pick where he's been projected. That's the one that's been, that's been talking about in trades a lot. So that one's looking good. The Wait, three so Ohio, was it, was Ohio, it, was it the over or the under you took the over, right? I took the over. I took the so, over. Cause I think, which Tua, means Detroit's going to trade the ball in that three. Yeah, probably. Or take someone else. Um, yeah, and the, the three Ohio State ones, that one's kind of big money. That's me hoping that someone someone goes for their running back at the end of it. Um, let's see. Have have you looked at any of the draft props, Bobo? Nah, I'm not a gambling man. I get addicted to things, so I don't even like even look at gambling. You and me both. But your Ohio State one was pretty bad, though. There's no one there's that running back, there's no way he's going in the first round. I just hey, hey man. Never, never doubt the Ohio State and someone, someone at the end of the first getting dumb. Um, Dyslexic. God, you know what? And and maybe I'll have, maybe I'll have Bobby, Bobby fight. Ah, I, I don't think Herbert's good. Uh, I think it's a lot of smoke right now. They have over under the fifth and a half pick. So will he be six and up or five and under? I, I don't think Herbert's got the tape to be under. Um. I'm going to take over the five-and-a-half pick for Justin Herbert. Who's after the Giants at five? The Dolphins, but if they trade up, they're going to go with Tua, and then the Lions will be there, So and they're not getting a QB. So I, I, I like it, Jake. That's a good one. Okay. You have- we like it. It's official. Jake is stupid, but he's smart. So you got three bets. I think I've three agreed winners, with baby. I think I agreed with two of them. One I didn't want to agree with. I accidentally hit the wrong button, which locked me in as agreeance. That's my my fault. And then I, I agree with this one. I don't agree with uh, the fourth round pick. Tigers are just grabbing that dude. Expert right here. Tigers, huh? Yeah, well, I, that's my th- I just call round. them all yep. baseball teams. Tigers, Tigers in the fourth round. Tigers in the oh, fourth fuck. round. Tigers in the fourth I, round wasn't, I, wasn't mentioned in any pick. <laughs> I've done that so many times. It's kind of just I got to roll with it now. I just all sports teams are the baseball team. Roll. Baby. I didn't like two breakdowns back to back. People are like, don't you mean the fucking I was like, no, don't care. Don't all right. Care. Thanks for joining us, Bobby. Appreciate you. Thank you. Does the awesome. chat love me or hate me? Uh, I haven't looked at the chat in a little bit. I got a lot of stuff. Um, they said, Bobby's been there. You just get kicked out of the store. Shrug shoulders. I think they're liking it. I think they're liking it, yeah. At the beginning, I uh, saw positives. All right. Cool. That's how it starts. All right, see you guys. We'll see you guys on Tuesday.